All right, we are live. What is up, BKI Paintball? Scott Kemp here, and I got our special guest, Brandon Short, on the line. Now, this is my first uh, podcast, so bear with me. Usually, Grayson Goff is the one running the show. Um, so hang tight as we dissect Brandon Short's career. But really quick, I just want to you know give a, a quick background um, of Brandon Short, if you guys don't already know. Um, He's been playing professional paintball for, this is his 13th year now, and we actually both um, went pro at the same time on the same team. We joined Ironman back in 2004, and that is how we met. Um, we played back and forth on a couple teams and um, been playing with and, yeah, and against each other for 13 years professionally now. So that's yeah, crazy to say that, huh, Brandon? 13 years. <laughs> I don't know where the time has gone. Uh, honestly, we, we started playing when we were, you can almost say kids and now we're almost adults. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. we were the young guys for a long time and now I don't want to say we're the old guys, but we're kind of the old guys. <laughs> we, we're in our thirties now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So Brandon is currently on San Diego dynasty. If you guys don't already know. Um, and prior to that, he played on Los Angeles Ironman for his entire career, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of players, you know, kind of jump around myself. I've, you know, jumped around five different pro teams back and forth, um, being the Ironman for a couple of times, but you joined Ironman in 04 and you stuck with them for how many years? Uh, if you do the math, I've been on, this is my fourth year on Dynasty. So the best was on Iron yeah, Man. so nine years with Iron Man. Nine years, yeah. And um, tell me about the, the transition from going from from Iron Man to Dynasty. Well, the transition, I guess, it wasn't too hard because uh, paintball isn't the biggest biggest sport yet. So for those nine years, I've been playing against uh, and with the majority. I feel like the majority of paintball players right. in the professional pool. Um, and I know I know a lot of the guys because we, we all live in San Diego. So the transition, while it was different, at the same time, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was excited for something new. So overall, it was, a, it was an easy transition and a much wanted transition. Right, right. And it's, like you said, like we, we know all the players in the, in the industry, at least all the pro players. So it's like joining the Ironman or joining dynasty from the Ironman. You already knew everybody personally, um, knew their role, you know, knew their playing style. So I agree, you know, it's not that hard of a transition to make. Um, yeah. you spent, you know, nine years on the, on the Ironman coming in as a rookie, you know, new kid worked your way up to veteran player on the team. Um, what is your role now on dynasty? Because, you know, coming into dynasty, you, you have the veteran guys who've been around since day one, you got Ryan and Yosh and Alex, um, who have been on that team since before you were on the Ironman. Um, but now you also have newer kids on the team, um, who haven't even been playing pro as long as you. So do you feel that you're kind of that middleman? Like, what would you say your role is as far as leadership as far as input on um, game plans and stuff like that, where do you stand currently with the team? 
Well, the cool thing about Dynasty is, is for the most part, it is a democracy. We all we all do have our input. Obviously, the guys that have been there forever kind of have the final say, and then between them, it's Ryan who has the final say. But uh, for the most part, it's a democracy, and uh, you kind of did hit it on the head as far as where I stand on the team. I'm definitely in the middle because sometimes it is hard to, to get your point across to the older guys. Um, so some of the younger guys, especially A-Rod, will come to me and tell me what he thinks. We'll hash it out, and then maybe I'll pitch it up to you know the other guys. So in some aspects, I am a middleman, and then at the same time, it is a democracy, and anybody can kind of put their input we're all everybody on the team is super experienced so right right but yeah as far as as far as where i sit i like to think of myself as just uh i don't know just part of the guys Mm. you know one of the older guys but also at the same time compared to compared to some of compared to the older guys i'm super young yeah (laughs) i feel like you guys have a team where the team meetings go on for a long time and a lot of it's because people don't agree with a lot of things (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I'm constantly learning yeah. a lot about people. And uh, on Dynasty, sometimes it's better just to not throw fire into the pit to, to more or less just be quiet mm-hmm. and let it kind of work itself out because there's a lot, a lot of Chiefs on the team and uh, not a lot of Indians. Yeah. And it's the, it's the thing with paintball, too. It's like, you you can look at a game plan or you can look at you know your ideas multiple ways but you can both be right you know you can do, you can win multiple ways you know you can get to the snake multiple ways you can get down to that 50 multiple ways so there's not just one cut and cold this is the solution you know just because they both have different ideas doesn't mean that the one's right one's wrong but i actually think paintball is becoming harder because uh we know too much and we are yeah we're we're overthinking it at this point exactly i after all these years it's just just go do it i totally agree um it's it's the same with our team a lot of it is overthinking and um it's almost like man forget all of that like you're not going to get shot from there you're not going to get shot from there just go back to the basics and, and get it done and a lot of times that just, you know, clear your mind and just play paintball, it's, <laughs> it, exactly. it gets it done. You, you got to ask yourself when you're in those meetings, is it more about ego and trying to be the one yeah. with, the, with the greatest point? Like what's, what's really happening in the meeting? Because the ultimate goal is to actually step on the field and win. And, you know, you, you can talk about it all day, but it's just it's right. preparation that leads up to that the hard work, you know, the physical work. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so this is a really, this is a really cool question I have. And, uh, I'm interested to hear your, your response on this. Um, for those of you listening who don't know, Brandon shorts won three world cups, um, on two different teams. So you won the world cup with dynasty last year. Um, and that was dynasty's first world cup win. And you also won two World Cups on the Ironman um, in, was it 2007, 2008? 2008, 2009. 2008, 2009. 2009 was with you. Yeah. So you've 
been at the top level with two different teams and you can say the, that was the best team in the world. When we, when we were on the Ironman and those two years that you won World Cup, you could arguably say that Ironman is currently the best team in the world, right? Winning World Cup with Dynasty, you can argue that Dynasty is the best team in the world. So, and and doing it in different eras, you know, where the formats changed constantly and with different teams, with different players, different coaches, everything, um, what do you think, what do you feel it takes to be the best team in the world? Now, a lot of people go, you want to be the best, you got to work hard. Well, there's a lot of teams out there that are working hard or harder just, you know, at the fields, grinding it out, playing more than us even, who aren't getting it done. Um, so what do you think, what do you feel it takes to have a, a, the best team in the world? You know, like what makes that difference from from the the 2008 2009 Ironman and the other teams that were below us? What makes the difference from Dynasty winning World Cup and the other teams that weren't? Well, I definitely think you're correct. You know, everyone out there is is working the same for the most part. Everyone out there is putting in the work. Um, at least you like to hope so. You know, if those mm-hmm. teams aren't, then they need to look at themselves. And they don't deserve to win. Yeah, but for the most part, especially the top, let's just say, the teams that make Sunday, the top eight, Mm -hmm. those guys all put in the same amount of work. So it's definitely, you know, uh, in my opinion, it's all neck up. It's all mental. It's all, it's, it's being ready for those moments. It's, it's just wanting it more. It's, it's just, uh, it's hard to explain. I guess it's just wanting to, wanting to be a champion and just, stepping up at the right moments. I mean, it's hard to put to put into words to articulate, but Mm -hmm. I guess it's just, it's all mental. Um, and it's all heart. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with the, the mental part, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of players and teams that haven't done it. Don't truly believe that they can do it. You know, they want to do it. Everyone's there to do it. Everyone's there to win. But when you haven't tasted it and you haven't had that victory, it's hard to break that mental barrier when you're facing a team that's done it consistently over and over and over. You know, you have these doubts and you you second guess yourself. I mean, just to add to that, too, uh, I'm taking little notes here just to remind myself. Well, I've played 13 years professionally. I've won three World Cups, which means there's 10 World Cups I haven't won, Mm -hmm. Uh, which means that it's like you have to you have to learn how to lose and you have to learn how to win and you have to take what you learn and and carry it on and just keep on moving, pushing forward. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, it took me a long time to win a paintball tournament. So you have to take what you learn. You have to learn how to win. So once you learn how to win, you can keep carrying that and carrying that. So a lot of these teams just don't have much, have never had that taste of success. But I feel like once you do get that taste, um, you're able to, to repeat it. And that's, uh, that's, that's the mental part. You know? yeah. That's being able to, to basically just believe that you can win these tournaments, believe that you can win these high-intensity situations mm-hmm. you know, where – 
whether it be you're down on bodies, down on points, up on points, holding them back, like all mental. It's all yeah. Mental. And you've been there so many times. I mean, you probably forget half the, the battles that you've been through. Um, 150 pro tournaments about that you've played in your career and you're usually on that starting line you know in that final match in that in that overtime point um you're usually one of the guys one of the five or one of the seven whatever the league is at the time um and you've been there over and over and over um playing that much paintball tournament paintball being at the events practicing over and over how do you stay motivated how do you stay hungry that's a good question, and it's a good one for me right now because uh, turning 30 years old, and I look back, and I, and I have all these cool statistics and wins and losses that sometimes it is hard to find the motivation. Um, but, I mean, over these last 13 years, it, it's just been my life. It's been everything. It's, it's what I would wake up for. It's what I would go work out for. Mm-hmm. It's what I would drive for. Um, every reason led to paintball, you know, like every mm-hmm. time I, everything I did just revolved around it and it, it wasn't even a question really. So it was just what I did. Uh, now it's getting a little bit more difficult because just like anything, time is catching up, uh, 30 years old, done a lot, traveled a lot, won a lot. And, uh, it's kind of like, what do I, what do I want to accomplish now? But, yeah. It's just that thrill of winning, which it's just, it's so addicting. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard to explain if you haven't done it. And I think that goes back to uh, these teams that haven't done it because they're just, they're not there yet, you know? Yeah. Um, this, this question I'm stealing from Grayson. He always asks people this question and I really like it. Um, and this is a good one for you because you're a seasoned vet and you have a lot of experience. What would the current B short tell to the rookie B short? If you can send a message back to, uh, to the rookie B short when you're first getting involved, you know, before you're even getting on the Ironman or maybe re- like right when you're getting on the Ironman, like what advice would you give yourself? Oof, that's a good one. That's right? a really good one. Um, there's a lot of things I would yeah. tell Yeah. You know how people always say, like, if I only knew what I knew now back then, it's like, <laughs> yeah. what, what would you say about the paintball aspect? You know, what, what would you feed yourself? For the paintball aspect. Um, that's tough. I guess I would tell myself to – Maybe this this isn't necessarily about playing, but it's more or less align yourself with good people. Like, figure out who's not good in your life. Figure out who is. And, um, basically, like, hmm, I don't know if I'm wording this correctly, but more or less, like, have fun. Find good people. Stick with them. Play for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And... Um, avoid the negative energy in, in the game, you know, because just like anything, there's, there's just a lot of negative people out there and don't get wrapped up in that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And also like, I would look for uh, money ventures. <laughs> ways to make more money, yeah. Ways to kind of help and change the sport. But, uh, you know, but more or less is 
and overall would just be align yourself with good people, which I did for the most part over the years, but just make good decisions. Yeah. We get, um, we get asked this question a lot and I'm sure you get this one a lot, probably, you know, uh, private messages and Facebook and stuff. Um, but people, you know, people always want to hear this one and from different players, um, you know, what's the best advice you can give somebody that's in tournament paintball that wants to become pro? Um, you know, more than just the cliche of work hard, like, you know, what other advice can you give them? You know, what kind of hard work can they do to, to go pro? You know, a lot of these kids are playing divisional and they, they want to become a pro paintballer. That's their, that's their dream. Like, just like it was ours when we were teenagers. Yeah. Um, well, what's cool now, which they really didn't have back then. And I'm probably a lot of people say this is try to go to clinics. That's, that's a, such an easy way to get on the right page of what to do and what to not do. Yeah. Um, but with or without clinics, I always tell people to break the sport down. Uh, just like they do with every other sport is break it down into to different areas. You know, for a paintball, it's how to hold your gun, how to run a gun, how to snap shoot, and really just work those. Do, do lots and lots of drills. Oh, and maybe that's something I would tell my, my younger self, to do more drills because mm. – I, I didn't start to love drills until I uh, got older. And really, there wasn't – drills weren't really a thing yet. <laughs> right, yeah. We would just go out and freestyle. <laughs> uh, we just go play paintball. Yeah. Amazing at the same time. But. Which is always the fun part, but the drills are what get you good. And that's what I always emphasize at clinics too. It's like this might not be fun, but it's going to get you better. And when you're better, you're going to win, and winning's fun. So <laughs> – I changed my answer. I want to go back and do a lot of drills. <laughs> All right. I like it. So um, we've been in this sport for a long time. We've seen its ups and downs. We've seen the ch- league changes through ownership, through um, formats, through through sponsors, through everything. Um, what do you think paintball is missing in order to make it to that next hurdle, in order to you know grow the sport bigger and bigger and – you know, eventually get to the X Games and, and, you know, one day maybe be in the Olympics. But um, to get professional paintball to a true professional sport, like what are we really missing? Uh, that's a good question too. Uh, I think the infrastructure of paintball cannot support itself. And what I mean by that is I think that the format we play – uh, with the amount of people we play, it's just not feasible. Uh, the game is very, very expensive. Um, and it's, it doesn't allow for younger generations, younger kids to come up through the ranks because the stars have to align in order for you to go pro. You can't, for the most part, it would be very hard to grab 10 people when you're just starting out to play paintball and move up through the ranks. I mean, people aren't as dedicated. Uh, the money wouldn't be there. You got to make sure the skills there. So it's, it's the format we have now does not allow as much growth. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah. what about players who aren't necessarily looking for like their team to go pro, but they're an individual player who may not be on a team or maybe looking to, to, to break past their team and to get onto a current pro team, what advice would you give them? Um, for them, they need to they need to find themselves in the right place in the right time. They need to be around pro teams, which 
isn't always the easiest thing to do. Um, you know, here in California, Southern California, there are two professional paintball teams, which means mm -hmm. there's roughly 10 or 20 roster spots for the two teams, 10 and 10. Um, so it's a lot of luck, you know, I hate to say that, but if you want to find yourself on a pro team, you need to find yourself where a team is needed mm -hmm. and, you know, basically the, in the right time, time and space, because here in Southern California, like I was getting to is it's really, really hard to get on dynasty or Ironman. The chances are not looking that great. Yeah. You might be able to get on the practice squad, which is a good opportunity, but at the same time, you might not ever find yourself stepping on the tournament field and it might be better for you to go play for an amateur team and get the experience instead of never even going to a tournament. Mm -hmm. So my advice obviously is the stereotypical work hard, work hard, work hard, but find teams that need guys or find teams that you can, you could be there all the time, you know? So, yeah, just yeah. show up, you know, be, the, be there at the, uh, be there at, at, the field when uh when the pro players are out there playing and they don't have a mandatory practice and you know introduce yourself and and jump on and and just keep yeah. showing up keep showing up and for the most part the new the newer people who do kind of break through the scene are the kids that are always at the paintball yeah. field and who are grinding and hungry it's like the pros finally notice like oh man that kid's been here every time and he he's shooting us so it's it's like you just got to be there. You got to work hard, mm. and there's there's a lot of luck involved too. Yeah. So my uh, my last question I want to I want to ask, and then we can wrap this up. Is um, you know, so we've been doing this for professionally thirteen years. You know, um, playing for fifteen, eighteen. Um, we've seen the sport go through a lot of changes. Where do you think tournament paintball will be in 10 years from now? So I've had this conversation before, and I, I believe whether it's 10 years, well, let's say this, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15, I think change is inevitable. Um, through our career, our, our 13 years, we've seen the sport radically change. And guys like... Uh, the dynasty, the older dynasty guys have seen it even more change. So it's inevitable. It's going to change uh, where it's going is not, um, not determined mm -hmm. and who's going to be steering the ship. I don't know if that's determined either, but uh, it will change and hopefully it'll change in my opinion, hopefully for the better, because while what we do right now is pretty awesome, I think there's a lot of room for improvement and growth. And, uh, you know, I would love to, to be able to help out and change it, but at the same time, I don't know if that's possible, but, uh, yeah. So 10 years, the sport will be different. Yeah. hundred percent different and, uh, push it past that to another 15, 20 years. It'll be probably won't even recognize it. Yeah. I just, um, can't wait to see the day and it, probably will happen after we both retire but i can't wait to see the day where 
every pro player is making a true living off of playing professional paintball and that's their full-time job where you know the teams are they have a full staff of training and like the Russians used to do you know where it's just all you do is paintball and that's your full-time job and you're doing it throughout the whole week just like every other real sport like football players and stuff and all you have to worry about is paintball and you're not having to worry about balancing a another job and playing paintball on the weekends and getting time off for work. Um, you know, that, that will truly make me happy. And, and do I see it happening in the next couple of years? Probably not. Um, but you know, if, if that can happen in 10 years from now, I'd be stoked, you know, to see the sport that we help groom become a true profession where everyone can say, I just play professional paintball because right now there's only a small handful of people that only play paintball and it's usually because they're they're funded off of somebody else's tab. Um, totally, yeah. Like to to get paid to play paintball, I mean, very little people are doing it, and the people who are making money, I mean, they're busting their butt. Yeah, doing clinics or traveling, you know. They're yeah, not, it's not that sponsorship is just you know taking care of everyone, but yeah, you know, I think it'll get there one day. It's just going to take time. It, it's it, it's you know gone through a lot of turmoil and it's such a new sport still and we're always trying to recreate it um it's frustrating that it has hasn't happened sooner um but you know i think it'll happen one day and uh then we can truly call it a real profession where that's all you have to do and and think of that about the the skill level when that's all people are doing when every team is just playing paintball four or five times a week and training and they just have trainers and you know and that's all they have to worry about think about how advanced the skill level will be Oh, totally. I mean, from when I first started playing till now, it's incredible how good everybody is. Yeah, and And most people are only playing on the weekends. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, where, how much better can it get is kind of scary, but uh, it's, yeah, it's not easy anymore. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I'll let you get back to doing your homework. (laughs) Um, but yeah well before we go i want to uh first off thank you brandon for taking time to hop on here with bki paintball um i want to thank all the members of course because if it wasn't for you guys we wouldn't have this and it wouldn't exist um also gotta thank grayson goff the brains of the operation and gotta thank (laughs) gotta thank uh die paintball you know, my, my number one sponsor taking care of me, making sure I'm able to play paintball. Um, so before we go, any last words from you and anybody that you want to thank? Uh, yeah, just want to, uh, give a shout out to dynasty, shout out to all the sponsors for dynasty HK clips. Um, can't wait for world cup. Can't wait to see everybody out there. Hopefully it's not too hot and, uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Brandon. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Thanks. See ya.